Welcome to Beyond the Breakout, the podcast all about acne that's here to start a conversation and break the taboo around a skin condition that affects so many people all around the world and of all ages. In this series, I'll look at acne and its effect on makeup, sport, nutrition, mindfulness, scarring and busting the myths. I'll be joined by my regular co-hosts, two of the closest people to me, my best friend Katie and her brother Callum. We have all suffered from the skin condition. You can follow us and keep up to date on Twitter at Beyond Breakout and on Instagram at Beyond the Breakout. Get in touch and get involved. We are going to be talking about acne and makeup. We'll start off like we normally do. Acne and makeup, if I say that to you guys, what do you think? That you're trying to cover it up and it normally doesn't work. Come on. Uh, I've got no experience with it myself, but I've seen people wearing makeup kind of covering it. Yeah. So. It's a bit of a catch-22, I think, when it comes to makeup and acne, in that kind of people tell you not to wear it because oh, it's bad for your skin, or it yeah. can clog your pores, you know, whatever it is, it can make it worse. But at the same time, when you've got it, a lot of the time you want to cover it up, so that you kind of want to put makeup on it, and yeah. then you feel like you're making it worse, so it's just like a catch-22. But I guess you kind of, when it comes to makeup, you always just assume, really, that it's, well, females, really people that wear it, wear it that, that we can do it, we can cover it up, and that's that's kind of how it goes. But then, obviously, you've mentioned, Callum, that you don't really have any experience in makeup. How did you find it then when you had acne and not being able to cover it up in that way? Yeah, so I'd say because when I was kind of in high school, makeup wasn't kind of... Because now kind of makeup can be for either genders. It's kind of, you know, there is makeup brands yeah. out there for men now. There's some very good um, male makeup artists out there. I'm just going to yeah. throw it Oh, out yeah, there. there is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they put me to shame. <laughs> <laughs> so in sense of makeup, I've got no experience. But in sense of covering up, I'd say I do because I always had long hair. That's how I maybe had my makeup in some yeah. sense is with the hair. And then also with photos, I remember Mm. I did always sometimes tweak them to maybe hide a spot or a scar or, you know, so in that sense, maybe, yeah. But it can be kind of a tough thing for guys to not be able to cover it up in that way. So you have to almost find alternative ways of doing it, whether it is with hair or whether when you're taking photos. I must admit, I've sometimes tweaked photos because... I I think everybody (laughs) does, you know. everybody does, don't they? You have the photo and you think, oh, that doesn't look right. Because in my head I thought, well... Technically, the spot isn't permanent, but the pitch will be around for yes, ages, yeah, so, yeah. so I can get rid of it that way. Yeah. That was like how I tried to justify it to myself, and now I'm thinking, <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway, because actually that picture's like a moment in time, and if that's what my skin was like at that moment in time, then that's the way it should be. Yeah. I can understand that's one way of that's maybe guys... my makeup Your version. makeup, really, doing yes, it. Yeah. What about you, Katie? Did you ever... Did you try to cover it up? Yeah. Um, well, through high school, I hated makeup. Because this is what I was going to say. Because I never, yeah, I was gonna say ever, ever wore makeup. makeup. I always remember you kind of saying that you didn't really like wearing makeup and it just I wasn't really your like, no, thing. I didn't like it. Um, sort of in the family as well, no one really wore a lot of makeup, so I was never really brought up with it. So in high school, I'd rather have 10 minutes extra in bed. <laughs> I used to get up, brush my hair, brush my teeth grab some breakfast and just run out the door. That yeah. was it. And I just despised it. I just thought, why make all that effort? And there's no point. But then sort of in my late teens, when I got acne, because I was so kind of self-conscious of it, mm-hmm. I actually started to wear makeup. It wasn't like you were yeah. already wearing makeup or anything. No, the acne made me. <laughs> so, yeah, but then as the acne got worse and you're trying to cover it up, you can make it look worse than mm. it actually is. 
I think it was when I was on the medication. At one point, I stopped wearing it altogether. Yeah, I, I remember that because yeah, I felt hideous <laughs> because like I've got my own business as well. So yeah. I've you're sort of the face of your business, and oh, I stopped okay. wearing makeup. And I just remember one day that these two clients came in, and I thought, oh my goodness, I must look absolutely awful. But I felt you never did. I'm just gonna throw up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought, what must they think of me? And I'd try, you just try anything to just make yourself feel better about how yeah. you look. I think from my side, I've started trying makeup, mainly because, you know, I've got two sisters, an older sister who she'd wear makeup, so I thought, you know, sneak into her room sometime and <laughs> put it on. Pinch and, a bit. Yeah, <laughs> pinch a little bit and try it out. So I kind of got into makeup, I would say early, probably not actually that early, I was probably in high school, maybe 13, 14. The more I used it, I quite actually enjoyed doing it. The problem with that was, though, is that if you're not kind of using the right makeup for your skin or you're not cleaning your brushes properly, if you're not doing it in a way that's skin-friendly, you can feel like you're making your acne worse. And I think probably that's one of the things that didn't help my acne, the fact that I was putting makeup on every day. Because I was, I was putting on every day. Yeah. I wouldn't probably leave the house without having having makeup on. I said, you know, mentioned the story in the first episode about me coming into the car with you without makeup on and apologising for it. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I've not got makeup on. It's that catch-22 of, you know, once to put it on because, one, I enjoyed doing it, but at the same time, I knew it probably wasn't helping my skin, so I should wear it less, but then I didn't want to wear it less because if I didn't wear it, people could see what my skin was like. And I didn't yeah. want people to see how bad my skin was. But I've actually now, while I've started looking at acne and alongside this podcast tried to actually start wearing it less and quite it's been quite nice it's been quite nice it not be to liberate it's, it's, it's been being able to uh, you know go out sometimes and i'll go out for like lunch with my family i would never have done that without wearing makeup before yeah. go play tennis now i'll go do sports and stuff without makeup on i'll just go do stuff without makeup that i just hadn't thought i would do before mm. and i think maybe it has helped a little bit because i think my skin has probably calmed down a little bit now just probably in the fact that it can breathe a little bit. <laughs> you yeah. can actually breathe a little bit more rather than having like, and here's one layer of foundation, and here's another layer of foundation, <laughs> and here's another one on top of that. <laughs> but that's one of the things that we shouldn't do, is actually kind of let the acne rule what we do with our faces. Because yeah. there is also, just because you've got acne doesn't mean you sh- you shouldn't have makeup, if that makes sense. Mm. Because like, because when you were talking then, I kind of thought, I was, I was thinking, but because you've got acne doesn't mean you shouldn't yeah. wear makeup. You should mm-hmm. feel comfortable with or without makeup. Though, yeah. yeah, you should yeah. kind of think, oh, I want to, I want to. But no, that's what it is. Yeah. It's like it should be a choice to wear. I mean, that's one of the things I used to think is, like, oh, at least I enjoy doing makeup because I knew there's people out there who don't like doing makeup. I guess a bit yeah. like you, a bit like <laughs> yes, me. Yeah. It's a bit of a chore. You know, it is a chore. They don't want to like have to wear makeup. They want yeah. it to be a choice whether they do yes, or not. Yeah. And one of the things about acne is this idea of covering up. You're almost kind of made to feel like you should cover it up. You kind of see it, you see it in magazines, you see it online now. You don't tend to see many people without having their faces covered up, whether Mm. it's with makeup, whether it's your kind of covering up of photographs and editing those photographs as a way of covering your skin. It's one of these sad things where actually acne is so normal, but yet like you made to feel like yes, it can't be on show. This actually really normal thing that you have can't be on show because people get offended if they see your skin. Well, actually, this is just skin. It's very normal. That's one of the things I've noticed with covering it up less. It's not like a big issue. Yeah, if you actually asked people. Does, does my face offend you? They, they probably, probably don't even notice. Yeah, they probably wouldn't even notice. They probably no. wouldn't care. We're so probably more conscious of it ourselves. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rather than actually people being conscious of it as well. Yeah. It was Showing confidence acne. as well. I then, the makeup became 
like sort comfort of banker? a comfort thing. It was like I then did get to a stage where I was wake- wearing it every day, yeah. even on a day off. Yeah. And I felt like if I wasn't wearing it, it was like, right, I'm not going out today because I don't feel confident enough to... Yeah, to go out without having covered it yeah. up. Or... But it's nice to kind of get to that point, I'm noticing it now, that I can go out and it not be a big deal that I'm not wearing makeup. I don't notice whether you're wearing makeup or not. It's it's Yeah, it's, it's, it's normally your own... The voice in your head telling you rather than what other people are actually <laughs> saying. That was mine and my co-host's thoughts on acne and makeup. To find out more, I spoke to social media influencer and new makeup artist Abigail Collins. This is what she had to say. When I was younger, because obviously I was in a place where it was like all these people around me were all wearing makeup. Everyone was looking at you, especially in school. Obviously, people when you're teenagers are very judgmental. And I originally started to wear makeup to just kind of combat it and cover it up. And then that led me to get more involved in makeup. So it kind of took away from it being like a chore, essentially, to something that I ended up enjoying. And then when I kind of started to go into uni and stuff like that, I stopped wearing it for covering up. Because I was like, there's not much point. Nobody cares anymore because nobody was that shallow. And then now... I do it recreationally, probably. But I do think it's a good tool for children and teenagers who are maybe going through it. But I always stand by the fact that you don't have to wear makeup and it's the feeling of having to wear makeup that the problem lies within because you don't you don't have to. You don't have to cover up. It's a choice whether or not to be like, okay, I'm just going to put some makeup on. I feel when you have that mindset of being like, oh, I have to wear makeup, that's when obviously it gets quite toxic. I think I was sort of similar in that I used to enjoy wearing makeup anyway so for me it's never felt like a chore as such but it did get to a point where I realized I said to one of my one of my best friends I was getting in the car with and I hadn't had a chance to put makeup on that morning I was like why am I apologizing to my best friend for the way my face looks who's <laughs> getting that mindset because you're always wearing it all the time and you get so used to it yeah, I do think it gets quite toxic after a while when you're wearing it every single day. I was the same, I was wearing it every day, I wouldn't leave the house without it. So it, it got to a point where it was, I was felt like I was having to wear it rather than enjoying putting it on. So you originally used it as a way of covering up? Yeah, so when I was in high school, I used to always end up being late for school, so I sat doing my makeup. And then every morning it was the same, late for school, every day because of it. And I think it makes such an impact on your life in the small ways because that was obviously eating into my education because I didn't feel as though I could leave the house without makeup to just go and learn. In my head, I was like, this isn't right. But only now do you realise that it, it wasn't right. You could have totally gone without it. I think the other thing with it is often what other people say as well when you wear makeup a lot. Did you often have people telling you that you shouldn't be wearing makeup because of your skin? Even now, I get people tell me that I don't, that I shouldn't wear it because it clogs your pores or that particular brand will make it worse. And I feel like it's to a point where people should just mind their own business because for me, I've been wearing it so long that I know what works and what doesn't work for me. And I think when people are sat there having like an opinion on every single thing that you're doing, especially because I feel like acne is one of those things where every single person has an opinion on it, even if they've not experienced it they still want to offer their opinion but I do think a lot of people have a massive ignorant opinion on makeup for it 
because I think everyone's, oh, you shouldn't wear that because it'll make it worse. But then I also don't want to look at your skin. So how, what are you supposed to do? And I think the way media has portrayed it being like, you should cover it up. The way that they brand certain products being like, oh, it's acne fighting. It will cover up maximum coverage and all that for like hyperpigmentation and all that. I think they heavily contribute towards almost demonizing it for like other people because it's obviously seen as ugly which it's not and um, I think media and makeup companies do prohibit that and I love it. I think that's something I've noticed a lot because like I said when I was wearing a lot of makeup then you do it's often branded towards you you have to cover it up and it's difficult then to see it in any other way because you feel like people don't want to see your skin so you have to cover it up but at the same time if you're not wearing the right kind of makeup, then it can make it worse. So did you feel like it was a catch-22 for you as to whether you wore it and whether you didn't? Yeah, I think it was because even sometimes when I was walking around, people would be staring at you, but you wouldn't know why they were staring at you because you can't obviously make up and be like, okay, that person's staring at my face when they could completely just be complimenting your outfit. And I think because you're so heavily wound up in that mindset of it being everyone's staring at me, everyone's staring at my skin. And because obviously people do have an opinion on it and people do pass judgment on it. And I think then you fall into the trap of feeling as if everyone else around you is feeling that when they might not. And I think that's where the catch-22 lies because you have obviously your own opinion of it, but you can't gauge other people's thoughts and opinions on you. So I think that's where the catch-22 lies because you get so wound up in your own thoughts and your own processes of it that you just think that everyone else falls into certain categories. I think people would rather just see you with makeup because that's what they're used to and that's what they've been exposed to. It's just like societal norm. I mean, I've started to not wear makeup as much. I mean, that's something I wouldn't have done probably even four or five months ago. It's definitely been a bit liberating, but it's nice to have that choice now. Cause it's nice to be able to wake up and be like, okay, I'm just going to go about my daily life. I'm not going to bother with anything. I think it's nice to just not be so reliant on it. Yeah, because like we've said, it's such a normal thing to have. And I spoke to a dermatologist nurse at the start of this podcast about it. And she said, you know, just the amount of people that do have acne, it's such a normal thing to have. But yeah, it's still kind of seen as this, yeah, this taboo subject it's a shame really that that's the way that it's made it's been portrayed I think maybe moving on to that then to the social media side a bit you've got a big social media presence on Instagram haven't you with your journey what's your thoughts then about sort of social media and acne I think when it comes to social media and acne I think there's two ends of the spectrum and I think there's a negative aspect of it and I think there's a positive aspect on it And I think the positive aspect is that A, we've made a community within Instagram where people message me regularly and they're like, your page has helped me so much, your posts really resonate with me, I've grown so much more confident because of you. And I think that's the positive side because obviously we have the opportunity to speak to so many different people and speak massive amount of volume to them and use our voice for the better. But On the same hand, you have companies that take what we are doing and use it to their advantage, but use maybe models that have one spot 
and say, yeah, she's got really severe acne. And I think it just gives unrealistic representations of it. And then I think then they're adding to the stigma and basically saying to young girls, like, okay, this is what acne should look like. And then maybe somebody won't look like that. And then they might get stressed and upset because why does my skin not look like that if that person also has acne? It's almost as if they're just taking something that's, you know, maybe up and coming in the media and just trying to make like a really lackluster awareness around it just to benefit themselves and make it look like, oh, we're doing our part. And that is just a bit insulting for people like me and people who have are maybe grown up and they're seeing their favourite brands being like, okay, one spot, it's acne. Yeah, it's, it's cool. That's us. The thing's done. We can move on to the next thing. These brands don't even want to entertain it. They are also stigmatising us heavily. And I think for young boys as well, because you don't see anything. It's always girls that are always with acne, anything. Acne advertisements, anything to do with it. And nobody considers boys in the situation because I could not count on one hand the amount of advertisements where I've actually seen a boy model being used with acne. I do get messages from parents who don't know what to do because their sons have acne and they they don't know what to do and they don't want help because they think that they're just so alone that nobody can help them. It's just so upsetting to see people being underrepresented and I think that is such a massive problem. You've made so many good points there because in the series um, I speak to my friend and her brother who have both had acne themselves and getting the male perspective on it is is really interesting because so much of it is actually associated with females when you see it especially online do you think that actually the companies out there like makeup companies have more responsibility to show acne the way acne actually is I think they do I know of one brand that has included one of my friends on Instagram in um, their recent foundation launch and they didn't touch up her pictures her natural pictures it was all natural and uh, when you look at it, it's so empowering because you're like, oh, that's someone like me who doesn't, like, who has had obviously severe acne. And I can relate and I can see what it looks like on someone like me. Because whenever I was younger and I was buying a new foundation or something or looking for a makeup that would work on my skin, you would go onto YouTube and you type it in, and about three people would come up, and that was it. And you would go onto a brand page and it would be, clear skin, clear skin, clear skin, clear skin. Like, you're never seeing anyone that actually looks like you. I think for makeup brands and skincare brands, I do think that they do have to include us. For example, skincare brands that target a product at people with acne, but then don't actually use people with acne as the examples. How, how does that make it past marketing? Now, for me, whenever I work with a brand, I need to make sure that they align themselves with my morals and yeah it is tough but I do think that companies do have a bigger responsibility and media as well I think they've got a massive responsibility to make something that is so taboo normalized even though there is a bit of a movement towards at the moment from companies who are supposed to be using real models and not airbrushing pictures it's whether they're actually going far enough with it 
and using the, even the more severe cases or even the more just realistic cases to see, for people to see that and see people like themselves out there. Do you feel that it's making it more difficult with for people with acne to be online and be online without makeup on or without filters just because so much of what we see out there is filtered and is airbrushed? Yeah, I think, especially Instagram, for me, whenever I used to go down my personal Instagram, I would scroll and I would scroll and I would scroll and it would be picture after picture of all these perfect people living their perfect lives, perfect skin, and any time they were without makeup, they just looked so flawless. And I was like, why can't I look like that? Why do, why, when, when's my chance to look like that? It's just so de- debilitating to go online and just be like, okay, there's nobody that looks like me. And why do I look like this when nobody around me looks like this? And I do think that a lot of people are shying away from social media because people don't want to see a lot of People choose to see what they want to see and choose to support what they want to support. And if something is so taboo, people don't want to be seen supporting it because they don't want to fall into an area of people are, you know, made fun of. I don't think people want to align themselves with that in case they also get made fun of. That is the really big problem because people are so affected by other people's opinions. Social media is obviously positive and negative because of that that's the most tragic thing because there's people who are suffering in silence because of that it is it is sad to see that to round up then have you got any bits of advice that you would say to somebody who's listening about sort of the relationship between acne and makeup and acne and social media what would your advice be to- in terms of acne and makeup i think wearing makeup is okay but the feeling that you have to isn't and I think if you are trapped in that, to just take a step back and make the disconnect between the two, once you do that, you, you know, get so much happier and noticing that, you know, wearing makeup is okay and wearing no makeup is also okay. And you shouldn't feel pressurised into doing one or the other based off of what people around you think. But once you do, it is so rewarding and so empowering and you will feel so much better once you start to do little things it's always the little things that immaculate into the bigger picture but in terms of acne and social media just be yourself don't stop yourself from doing something and stop yourself from going on social media stop yourself from posting bare face pictures because of what other people think if that's what you want to do then you go ahead and do that and if people are going to be mean about it just block them and what they want to say about your choices and what you do with your life means nothing and in five years that person won't matter to you whatsoever so why should you let them stop you from doing and posting what you want the now it's your social media you make the choices and nobody else does i think it's just not listening to other people and just making choices for yourself And that is all we have time for on this episode of Beyond the Breakout. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, do make sure you go and subscribe to get all the latest episodes. And remember, you can comment and get in touch on our social media pages at Beyond Breakout on Twitter and at Beyond the Breakout on Instagram. See you next time for the next episode.